Hello to all of our guys, gals, non-binary pals, freaks and geeks, hair-raising homies, and spooky cuties. Rob here, and I want to tell you about our great friends at Slay Tees. The fact that Riffing on Horror is making its first commercial should tell you something in itself about them. Slay Tees is an LGBTQ plus owned company in Canada, and they take pride in making clothing and items made for humanity in general. With that being said, did you know that when you're finished shopping on their site, that we have a code that will save you some moolah? Yep, that's right. At checkout, type in Riffing on, on Horror, all one word, and you'll get 10% off of your entire purchase. Why am I telling you all of this? Well, did you get the name of the company? <laughs> Slay Tea specializes in the horror genre for their merchandise, and <clears throat> surprise, Sydney, we specialize in horror too. With that, I also want to introduce you to the first special edition design of 2022. It's called Killer Cast. This design has been released to coincide with the return of the Scream franchise to the big screen. I've said so many times across all of our podcasts, shows, and other platforms that Scream is one of my favorite franchises ever. And this is right up my alley. The design is seriously sleek, and the quality of the tee is ridiculous. Yeah, ridiculous. These shirts, stickers, and hoodies are limited edition, so grab one or 50 before they're all gone. Remember to use our code RIFFINGONHORR, all one word, RIFFINGONHORR, R-I-F-F-I-N-G-O-N-H-O-R-R-O-R, at checkout to save 10%. Go to SlayTeeCanadas.com to get a hold of their fall-winter collection designs before they're gone as well. Remember, SlayTeesCanada.com. S-L-A-Y-T-E-E-S-C-A-N-A-D-A dot com. And at checkout, use our code RIFFINGONHORROR, R-I-F-F-I-N-G-O-N-H-O-R-R-O-R, to save 10% on your entire order. Now, enough talking, and let's get on to the show. Spooky cuties, hair-raising homies, guys, gals, non-binary pals, and freaks and geeks. Here we are with another episode of Horror Wars. For the Riffing on Horror Network, I'm Rob. I'm Josh. And today we're doing a heavy one. (laughs) Yeah, this one hurts. Yeah. So, I wanted to... Kind of bringing the new year, doing some fucked up shit. And <laughs> as per usual for you. As per usual. And I think I succeeded with last week's episode and yeah. now this week's. Yeah, this one this one I don't like. I, I also do not like this one. But I feel like once I thought of it, it had to be done so we could get it out of the way. Because, oh, oh sorry. Um, because when Rob messaged me, he was like, you know... You know, are we doing it this week? You know, because somehow, some way, one of these will get fucked up with recording and we'll have to move right. it to a Tuesday or something. Right. He was like, you know, are you coming over, blah, blah, blah. Um, 
because the one we're doing, it's a, it's a heavy one. And I was like, oh, no. He's not even going to tell me first. <laughs> right. And I was like, yeah. And then he tells me the thing, and I just went, bruh. <laughs> bruh. That was, that was the reply that I got, bruh. So, you may be wondering why we're building all of this up. It's because, well, we're kind of not really wanting to talk about it. No. But today's episode is about I Spit on Your Grave and the remake I Spit on Your Grave. It's not that these are bad movies. They're actually both very impactful movies. Right. And they prove a point that these kind of scenarios can happen. Correct. And if it does, uh, it could lead down the route of the movie. Or there are people that don't talk about it and don't get help and do have psychotic breaks. Right. So. so and especially nowadays with more of these mental illnesses showing up in more people. Right. Like, these are really rough movies to watch. Correct. You know what I mean? Especially with all these different charges coming out with allegations, and it's like it's everywhere. Right. So, <clears throat> yeah. So, with that being said, we are going to issue a very severe mm-hmm. trigger warning. Yes. Because both of these movies have very disturbing, elongated, and horrific rape scenes. Mm-hmm. And both of these movies have very vile forms of torture, especially the 2010 one. Yes. And so. it's one of those scenarios where it's like you're, you're pulling for the main female. Correct. And you want her to do this to them. But it also it, it kind of makes you look at yourself, too. Like, right. this is the kind of things that I would think I would do, you know what I mean, if it right. happened to me or someone I loved. Right. So it's just, and then there are victims again that have never brought this out and it's happened. Correct. So. Yeah, so, mm-hmm. If you don't want to listen to this week's episode, it's absolutely fine and totally understandable. Uh, we'll see you in a couple weeks when we'll do episode 12. <laughs> but if you do stick around, we're going to we're gonna talk a little bit about football to kind of bring up the mood. Yeah, yeah, we'll talk about football at the end to bring up the mood. So, so yeah, this, one, this one's heavy, guys, so buckle in. Yep. Uh, Josh decided that I could go first. On yeah. this one. Yeah. Uh, neither of us were, like, clamoring yeah, to like, tell. <laughs> no, I want this one. Right, because there's there's been a couple weeks now where I'm like, let me go first. And Josh is like, no, yeah. man, you went first last yeah, time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Facts. So, we're going to go through this quickly. Ugh. Movie name, I Spit on Your Grave, release date, November 22nd, 1978. Runtime, one hour and 33 minutes. Budget one point five million. Wow! Right, box office ninety three thousand eight hundred sixty one dollars. Didn't even make it back. Didn't even make any of it back. Mm. Uh, production companies and people: Cinemagic Pictures and Joseph uh, Zbeda. Again, we are trying our best to pronounce names. Yes. So our apologies. <clears throat> Screenplay by Mir. Zarchi, directed by Mir Zarchi, cinematography by Yuri Haviv, and edited by Mir Zarchi. Currently, you're able to watch um, I Spit on Your Grave 1978 on Tubi TV for free with ads. Uh, you can also buy it on Apple, iTunes, Google Play Movies, Microsoft Store, YouTube, and Redbox. It is also possible to rent it on Apple, iTunes, Google Play Movies, Microsoft Store, YouTube, Redbox, and Spectrum On Demand. Bro, I'm, I'm, I'm sorry to cut in. I'm just thinking about, like, from the refresh stuff. Yeah. It's just, it just, I just got shivers thinking about the mud scene. Go on, sorry. I'm, like, what really fucking 
fucks me up is these movies were banned mm-hmm. for so long, like especially this one. Mm-hmm. This one was banned for like 20 years. Yeah. In many, many, many countries, even the United States. Yep. Now you can watch it for free. Ugh. With Ugh. commercials, but unedited and for free. And what really upsets me about this is what if you, you don't have to sign in to Tubi? Mm. You can just go on there and. Oh, God. Your kid sees it. What if a kid sees I spit on your grave and just sees this nice butt? Like, by the time you're six, seven years old, you, you want to see a nice butt? Mm-hmm. And they click on it. There's nothing there that says, like, are you 18? Yep. There's not. It's just ad free movies and TV shows. Yep. That's horrifying. Mm-hmm. And I don't think it's right. No. <laughs> uh, I, don't, I don't think that this movie, or especially the 2010 yeah. one, because the rape in the 1978 was more visceral and worse, I think, mm. but the torture was way worse in the 2010 one. Yeah. Whew. Yeah. So... With that being said, yours is free on a lot more services yeah, than the Jesus. 78 one, and that's that's even more upsetting. And I think Tubi has it for free as well. Um, mm, yep. Ratings, 5.7 out of 10 on IMDb. 53% of Rotten Tomato users liked it. 19% of Metacritic's users liked it. And 83% of Google's users liked it. Which is pretty wild. Yeah. But... After a young writer is brutally raped and left for dead by four men, she systematically hunts them down one by one to extract a terrible vengeance. And terrible it is. Oh, yeah. Now, the sequels to the original I Spit on Your Grave are I Spit on Your Grave Savage Vengeance, which is a 1993 unofficial film. Mm. And that is actually the first trivia that I'll be getting to. That's thanks. And the second is I Spit on Your Grave Deja Vu, which was released in 2016. Really? Yes. The main character came back for this movie in 2016. Jesus. And it's actually got the original writer and director, uh, Mir Zarchi. I kind of want to see it just because I'm curious. Right. But the movie is two and a half hours long. Oh my gosh. No. Never mind. Um, I'll read it. One of the people that I uh, checked out when I was um, refreshing, because mm. I'd only seen this movie once, mm. never wanted to watch it again, and that was probably about like 15 years ago, and then the remake came out, and I was like, well, <laughs> well. I gotta at least know, you know, yep. what they did. Um, now, personally, I've never seen any of the other I Spit on Your Grave movies other than the original and the remake. Yeah, same. So, but the the couple people that I listen to, I listen to like four or five people on YouTube. And let me tell you, real quick, side note on this. The people that did reviews were like making fun of the things that happened in the yeah, movies. Yeah, it's kind of gross. And they were using like wacky voices. And I'm sitting there like, the, why, why are you interpreting what's going on with Barbie and Ken dolls? Because yeah. you can't show what happened, so you're going to interpret it with mm. dolls? Yeah. You're weird, dude. Yeah, yeah, that's weird. Like, what the fuck? Anyway, so there's technically what? One, two, three, four, five, six I Spit on Your Grave movies. 
Yuck. 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 That's just yeah. a big old yucky. Yeah. So, film facts. There's 27 more of these disturbing and horrible things on MDIP. Number one, the film was followed by an unofficial sequel, Savage Vengeance, in 1993, which Camille Keaton, under the alias of Vicky Kell for unknown reasons, reprises the role of Jennifer. However, no scenes from I Spit on Your Grave were used for the flashbacks. The film barely went for 65 minutes and, restreet- and, ex- and mm, <laughs> received extremely negative reviews from critics and fans alike. Number two. All four male actors were asked to appear naked in the film to remove awkwardness or embarrassment about their own nudity and to show solidarity for Camille Keaton, who spends much of the film nude. Number three. One crew member quit during filming of the second rape scene. He simply couldn't stomach any more violence. The film's makeup artist quit for quit the film halfway through. She had been gang raped and couldn't bear to relive the horror See? of her attacks. Right there, it just shows that this should probably have never been fucking made. Right. Uh, number four, the film was originally released in 1978 with the title Day of the Woman and was received poorly at the box office. In 1980, distributor Jerry Gross renamed it I Spit on Your Grave after a 1959 French drama and re-released it. This time, film the film received more publicity and became a key target of Roger Ebert and Gene Siskel's campaign against films featuring women in danger. Number five. Features the longest rape scene in film history, roughly 30 minutes. What a... What an award to have. Right. 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 Ugh, gosh. Yeah. So... Number six, Friday the, Fil- Friday the 13th Part 2 from 1981 was filmed in the same locations in late 1980. Well, that's cool. Number seven, the actors performed their own stunts. Uh, the production couldn't afford any stunt people. So with that being said, the parts where she's thrown against a giant boulder, the parts where she's thrown on the ground, the parts where all that, that's I hope she was getting a paycheck. Because that would have sucked if it was like, yeah, you get like 1200. Right. Um, the film, oh, sorry, number eight, the film was submitted to the Motion Picture Association of America several times. It was originally rejected due to violence, though the MPAA didn't specifically specify which violent sections should be trimmed. The film finally passed after Mir Zarchi had removed all references to anal rape. Oh, God. We won't go that far. Right, we won't go to anal rape, but it's fine if you feature a 30-minute rape scene. Hmm. Okay. Someone greenlit that, my friend. Right. Number nine, the film has no soundtrack. Mears Archie intended to add some music, but couldn't find anything suitable. And that was the point I was going to make. That's what also makes this a disturbing oh, horror yeah. film. Because it's real life. It just sounds like you're really watching a snuff film. Right. Well, sounds and looks like. You right. Know it, it, it's... it's uh, the only music in the film is the church organ, a snatch of Giacomo Puccini's record, background music at the store... And a few stray riffs from Johnny's harmonica. Number 10. The model in the iconic poster shot seen from the rear clutching a knife, you know, the ass. Yeah. Was Demi Moore. Mm. This was confirmed in her memoir, Inside Out. Producer Charles Band bought the video distribution rights for the movie in 1981. When it came time to design a new poster, he felt that Camille Keaton was too thin and wasn't shapely enough for the poster. So he sought a new model. 
At the same time, he was also producing the sci-fi horror film Parasite in 1982, which co-starred Moore, who had been a nude model before getting into acting. He thought she had the perfect backside for what they needed, so she chose her pose. Hmm. Yep. Weird. Weird. Demi Moore, though. Weird. Right? She, she is a very attractive female, but weird. She's very attractive female, yes. The cast was Camille Keaton as Jennifer Hills. Oh, also, um, d- one of the things that I found out real quick that I wanted to say was Camille Keaton is actually very famous. Hmm. Not just for this movie, but she's the granddaughter of the famous silent film actor Buster Keaton. Oh, shit. Yes. So, there you go. Uh, Iran Tabor as Johnny Stillman. Richard Pace as Matthew Duncan. Anthony Nichols as Stanley Woods. Gunter Kleeman as Andy Chernsky. Alexis, Ma- oh, Alexis yes. Magnotti as Becky Stillman. Tammy Zarchi as Melissa Stillman. Terry Zachary as Johnny Stillman Jr. Um... Tracy Ferrante as Waitress, William Tasgall as Porter, Isaac Agami as Butcher, and Ronit Haviv as Supermarket Girl. Woo. Woo. So that is the 1978 I Spit on Your Grave. Now it's time for the versus... The remake I Spit on Your Grave. The release date was May 1st, 2010. And it should have been zero, never, ever exactly. made, foreverness. The runtime of an hour and 45 minutes. The budget was $2 million. And, oh my gosh, dude. Yep. What? Yep. Okay, the budget was $2 million, the box office, and made $572,809. Yep. Wasn't even close to making Wasn't back. Wasn't even close. Oh my good. Yep. The production companies, Centel uh, Films, Lisa M. Hansen, and Paul Hertzberg. That's a cool last name. That is a very cool last name. <laughs> Screenplay by Stuart Morse and Adam Rockoff. Also a cool name. Mm-hmm. Rockoff? Yeah. Get your rock off. <laughs> Directed by Stephen R. Moore. Or Monroe, I'm sorry. It was Stuart Morse. Apologies for the screenplay. I messed mm-hmm. up, sorry. I mixed the names. Uh, cinematography is Neil Lithk, edited by Daniel Duncan. Where to watch? Holy mm-hmm. shiitake mushrooms, my friend. You can currently... Well, <laughs> wow. You can currently, baby. Mm. Mm-hmm. I'm trying to lay in the mood a little bit. Right. Where to watch? Currently, you're able to watch it streaming on Hoopla or for free with ads on Tubi TV. Redbox, Voodoo Free, or the IMDb TV Amazon channel. It's also possible to rent it on Apple iTunes, Google Play, Google Play Movies, Vudu, Amazon Video, Microsoft Store, YouTube, Redbox, and AMC On Demand. And finally, mm. you can purchase it on Apple iTunes, Google Play Movies, Vudu, Amazon Video, Microsoft Store, YouTube, Redbox, and AMC On Demand. The ratings. Mm-hmm. <laughs> 6.3 out of 10 for IMDb users. Weird. It's a very high rating. Yeah. Very weird. Very, very high. Uh, 32% on Rotten Tomatoes. 4.1 out of 5 for Voodoo users. That's really high. Yes. I'm questioning that site a little bit. <laughs> uh, 85% of Google users. Also really fucking high. Yeah. Somehow didn't make any money back, but it's just loved by all. Right, which is weird. The plot. 
Jennifer, a writer, rents an isolated cabin in the country so she can work on her latest novel. The peace and quiet is soon shattered by a gang of local thugs who rape and torture her, then leave her for dead. But she returns for vengeance, tramping, yeah, trapping the men one by one. Jennifer inflicts pain on her attackers with a ferocity that surpasses her own ordeal. Uh, yeah, that's that's a very that's not even like a lot, right? Like, let's be real about that shit. She's vicious as fuck. Yeah, it's she deserves to do it, but man, is it rough. You're like, yeah, get them. Ah. Oh. Mm-hmm. I need a beverage. Holy shit. <laughs> oh, man, that sounds like you're drinking some liquid death there. Josh. Oh, this liquid death is fucking refreshing, bro. Because, man, my mouth is a little dry. Use your code riffing on horror at liquiddeath.com for um, 10% off of your purchase. There you go. <clears throat> Hit up that code. The film facts. There are eight more on MDB. Mm-hmm. According to Jeff Branson, although it was never used, there was an outward... That Sarah Butler was to use if the rape scene got too intense for her. Yeah. It's just weird that they had to put, like, she never used it. It's like, mm-hmm. right. uh, After casting was completed, the actors had only two weeks to prepare and rehearse for the shoot. Yeah, that's impressive as hell. That's very impressive. Uh, Molly Milligan's pregnancy was written into the role of Miss Storch. At yep. the beginning of the film, Jennifer buys $19.78 worth of gas. 1978 is the year the original film, I Spit on Your Grave, 1978, was released. Yep. It took Sarah Butler a week before she could bring herself to commit to making the film. And I would, too. Yeah, she really had to think on that, so... Uh, yeah. Uh, while the location in which the film takes place is never identified, Louisiana... Wait. Louisiana... Oh, okay, sorry. I missed right that. It's Louisiana-y. Louisiana-y, I was like, what the hell? Baby. What the fuck? <laughs> Uh, sorry, let me restart that one. While the location in which the film takes place is never identified, Louisiana inspection stickers can be seen on the vehicles. Louisiana. Louisiana. That's what I thought it was. <laughs> uh, Robert Ebert gave this film zero stars. Roger Ebert. Roger Ebert? I'm sorry. It's okay. All these shadows are fucking up my picture, man. <laughs> I'm trying I added to t- a second light for your old blind ass. It's not that, bro. All these shadows. <laughs> Leave me alone, kid. <laughs> Uh, Roger Ebert gave this film zero stars, as he had done with the original film. By his own account, he reserved zero stars for the films he found to either artistically to be either artistically inept or morally repugnant. He especially questioned this film's supposed moral equivalency of getting revenge after a rape, saying that both acts were equally despicable crimes. And that's where the movie gets the fucked up part. Yep. Uh, Sarah Butler had reservations about taking the role as she herself chose not to watch horror movies because she finds them disturbing. Her agent eventually talked her into it, stating that Sarah would be insane to not play someone so scary and badass. I mean, by the time everything happens, yeah, she's, she's pretty fucking scary and badass. Yeah. I mean, it only took 25 fucking minutes of rape for it to happen. Or no, I think it was 18 or 19 minutes in the remake. Yeah, but they like took breaks. It was in the cabin, then right. they made her run naked in the woods, and then it was in the mud. They did that in the original one, too. Yeah, yeah, and then it was. Then they walked her down the, that yeah, bridge, the mud, and then they shot her, and then, yeah. Mm-hmm. That um, one wasn't in the original one. Yeah. Uh, according to director Stephen R. Monroe, the studio submitted an uncut of the film to the MPAA. To see if by uh, see if by chance they would get an R rating. The MPAA came back and said, "Look, you've got an NC-17 movie, but we don't recommend that you cut it down because we feel like it's really impactful." They yep. then decided against editing the film and released it as unrated so it could play in more theaters. 
Jesus, dude. Yep. And it still didn't make that much money. It, it barely... It didn't even make half. No. Uh, and then finally, in the final shooting script, Jennifer was intended to arrive at the cabin with her dog, and it was to be featured heavily during the introduction of the film. The dog is written out of the script last minute because hiring a trained dog for the intended shooting schedule would put the movie over budget. According to the director, Stephen R. Monroe, the dog would have made more money than anyone on the movie. Yep. Yep. And then uh, the cast, Sarah Butler as Jennifer Hills, Jeff Branson as Johnny Stillman, Daniel Frazenzi as Stanley Woods, apologies for the last name, uh, Rodney Eastman as Andy Cherensky, Chad Lindbergh as Matthew Duncan, uh, Tracy Walter as Earl, Andrew Howard as Sheriff Storch, Molly Milligan as Miss Storch, Saxon Charbino as Chastity Storch, and Amber D. Laudrum as Girl at the Gas Station. <laughs> yep. And then, uh, yep, that is it for the remake. Yep. Um, no scorecards this week. No scorecards this week. Uh, we both agreed and pretty much refused. Yeah. Uh, it feels gross even saying it, but if we could make a perfect version of this movie, the first half of part one and the second half of part two. Yep. And or that's part, it. yeah, the remake. Yeah. That's pretty much it. Okay. So let's not talk about this any fucking more. Yeah. Thanks. Um, hey, if you like those movies, more power to you. It's not that they're bad, but they're so intense. We don't ever want to see them again. Right. Personal choice. No, thanks. Right. Um, they are powerful. They do represent women empowerment, as weird as it sounds. But and it, they, they do. They and do. it does let the world know that this does happen. And that's not why we don't want to see it. You know, if it leaves a message, that's awesome. But it's too much for me personally to see. And right. it's not that I'll ever deny a, a man or a woman's rape cases. But it's just, if I could not see it visually happening on, a, on my TV, I would just rather turn the, the channel. Correct. Cause I don't, I it's don't so, say it. It's too disturbing for me to even be like... I don't want to say it. It's not even funny, like, in a sense of like, oh, I just want to say it. It's so intense. Like, no. Mm. Nope. If I would have known that the rape scene was 28 minutes or so long in the original I Spit on Your Grave when I was younger, no. I would have never watched it. Right. Because I knew that there was rape, but I also knew dude got his penis bit off or chopped off. I don't remember what it was. But, yeah, I was like, okay, so it's going to be, like, Clockwork Orange type shit probably. No. You know? Nope. Nope. <laughs> so, yeah, if you like it, cool. Um, More power not, to you, but no thanks. Right. And we're not, you know, beating it up saying it's not a women's empowerment movie because it is. Even though you got to go through horrible shit to get to right. the good part, so we say. Anyway. Good part in quotes. Right. So, the playoffs began with Super Wild Card Weekend. Yep. And uh, boy, oh boy, did, did my team's anus get Prolapse, right. torn out, and twisted inside out and put back in. Yep. Go ahead. An 18-year season, and that quarterback that last night threw like 30 yards past almost every receiver. Mm-hmm. Or every receiver that got it in their chest would drop it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> or the running back who did so well all season and never fumbled, fumbled in his very first playoff game. A team that had a 10% chance of even getting into the playoffs and a 1% chance of the Super Bowl actually got a ticket to the playoffs and fumbled the bag. Yep. They looked strong for a quarter and a half. Yeah. When I, when I turned it on and I was like, you can even ask Corey, I turned it on and I was like, ooh, seven to nothing. I got to turn this back off. 
because I felt like me not yep. watching it was going to help them win. Yep. And I was like, oop, they're winning. Yep. Let, me, let, me, let me turn this off real yep. quick. Bye. Yep. Didn't turn it back on until the final, like, three minutes of the last quarter. I, I regret it every I fucking to, second of it. I wanted to, to jump into a wood chipper dick first. <laughs> I knew I knew that the Steelers were going to lose. I knew it. I was like, we barely got in. Like, the Steelers got so lucky that somehow that the fucking Raiders threw a tie game. Or the, the, yep. the, the Chargers threw the Chargers a tie game. Chargers threw a tie game. Just by calling a timeout just to be a sneaky dickhead. Yep. Okay. And, uh, you know, I expected it. And I wasn't as upset as, you know, 2010 when the Steelers lost the Super Bowl. Uh, it just hurts that it's like, it seemed like Ben was going to get his Super Bowl. It was like, the, the stars look aligned. Shouldn't have made it in. It's his final season. Yeah. You know, still banged up and all that shit. And then they just lose in the first round to the to the uh, Chiefs. Yep. Who decided in the third quarter that they were going to wake up. Yeah. And remember that there's a fuck Kansas City Chiefs, and apparently they were the Kansas City Chiefs from, like, the 2019. Yeah, Super Bowl year. Yeah. 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 Because right. they, they just decided... Mm. We gotta get twenty some extra points on these guys. Tonight. Shout out to Chiseled Adonis, as he would have said, the Chiefs are committing the Jeffrey Dahmer Act, the necrophilia, <laughs> because while the Steelers are dead, they're still getting fucked. <laughs> okay, so let's talk about another team that was dead that was getting fucked, and that would be the New England Patriots. And holy shit, the the question's been or yeah, the question's been answered. Who who was like who can go further? Belichick or Brady. Let's see how they do. Let's see how they do. And boy, oh boy, it just shows that Brady was the reason the Patriots were that good. Right. Belichick knows what he's doing. He can get to the first round. He can get to the first round. But Brady was the driving force that got them yep. past that. Yep. yep. Them boys got a schmack, too. At least the Steelers were like half the points. They just got fucking mollywopped. Right. And speaking of them boys, let's talk about the Cowboys. Dak Prescott, baby. Ruining their <laughs> own fucking playoff game. Literally. Three plays, 40 yards, and Dak goes, I'm going to run down the middle of the field. Fuck it. I'm going to run. <laughs> I could stop the clock doing another 20-yard bomb outside with right. enough time to get a touchdown potentially. Right. Nope. Nah, I'm going to call my own Fuck number and run up down the road. And, uh, you know, slide about, what, four or five feet prematurely when he could have gotten those yards? And as a quarterback who should know the rules, right. should know that the judge should touch the ball first. Yeah, the umpire has to touch the ball. And decided to get to a center, and then the ref decided to dry hump Dak. It was like, give me some. <laughs> yeah, As he reached for the ball time. and fucking like bumped into him and almost knocked him over. And then that yeah. was game. And then he picked up the ball, put it back down, and wiggled it around a little bit, and then decided that he was going to call it. And then the fucking the game clock ran. Zero. Up. Wow. Wow. And then let's not talk about the fucking whistle. Yeah. That, that touchdown. Uh, that involved a touchdown not being able to be fucking uh, reviewed. Yep. Because he was in bounds. Yep. But they blew an out of bounds whistle. Yep. After he was out of bounds and after the ball was already in air. So oh, he yes. was in bounds while he threw the ball. Mm. But then he went out of bounds after the ball was in the air. They blew oh my the gosh. whistle. I'm so confused. And then the ball was caught. So it was a touchdown, and they decided that they blew the whistle too late and that they were taking back the whistle. Mm. But they had mm. to, they couldn't review it because of how they did it, so it was a non-reviewable play. Nice. So it resulted in a touchdown instead of a redoing the first down. 
because they're dumb. It's because it's like it's like the fucking WWE now. There's like the refs are taking more control of it than the damn players are anymore. Like not to mention for that game, all those uh, officials aren't coming back. They're like fired, the fired. The, yeah, the ones from the um, the, the Bengals, Bengals and Raiders. Yeah, the one we were just talking about. With yeah. The whistle. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> so it's this is some crazy ass playoffs, but man, next week is gonna be good. Bucks versus Packers. Yeah, I'm actually trying to look for Brady versus Rogers, bro. Holy everything shit. that we have set up. Um, I don't see more right now as we as we talk. There's uh, three minutes left in quarter the first quarter of the Cardinals and Rams. Rams are up. It's seven to nothing. Hmm. So next week the divisional round. Bengals versus Titans. Who you got? I think mm. Bengals. I think Bengals. Mm. You think Bengals? You think the Bengals are going to take it over fucking Derrick Henry? Yeah. Who's, who's, Their defense is, isn't playing right. I know, but now that Derrick Henry's back, yeah, but fucking he, Mack truck. he can't carry the whole team. If Marshawn Lynch did, let's just hope they pass him the ball in the fucking Super Bowl. I don't know, man. I think Bengals <laughs> got it. Them boys are getting, like, yard, like, getting points. Yeah, yeah. Burrow's, like, well. He's going he's gonna to probably be dominating the AFC for a while. Yeah, he's. he's it's he's probably going to be Bengals and Ravens for a hot minute for the AFC North. So I'll take a minute for the Steelers with Ben being gone. Yeah. It's and going, then, then yeah. AFC rivals are going to uh, – definitely you're going to have fucking Burrow and Mac. Yep. They're going to be rivals with each other. Yep. They're going to be the ones to stop each other from the Super Bowls. Yep. It's going to mm. be like the Brady – it's going to be like the, the, the Brady uh, – Ben Brady and Peyton Manning when they were just mm-hmm. uh, always fighting for AFC. When they stopped each other. Yep. Yep. Uh, I have my gut's telling me Titans. Mm-hmm. But my head's telling me Bengals. The Bengals just feel like the right answer, man. They do, but also the Titans. Yeah, I know. The They're good. Too. They're good. They could have yeah. pulled it through. But I just feel like the Bengals are right, going to walk away I'm going to go with Titans. Okay. All right. So then we have in the NFC, whew, San Francisco 49ers against Green Bay Packers. Oh, is that what it is? Ooh. Mm. I, I think Packers. I don't think Jimmy G's ready. Dude, Aaron Rodgers is a fucking – Machine. COVID or not, <laughs> my man is still duking on people, and he's looking like a bum. He looks like a straight bum. I mean, he's got the he's got money, you know. Right, he's ten times richer than me. But I I I think Packers are walking away with it, especially mm-hmm. considering there's what four or five 49ers defensemen hurt being watched. Yeah, don't know if they're going to be activated by the time the game is on Saturday. I'm sure someone's going to get COVID. <laughs> it's the 49ers. Uh-huh. Yeah. <laughs> I, I'm going to call a pack on that, too. Um, now, ten, tonight's game determines who's going to face the Buccaneers. Um, so it's either going to be the Bengals or... Um, not, damn, Jesus I was to say the Bengals are AFC, my brother. It's either going to be... Jesus Christ, can I fucking go back to where it is? My God, it's either going to be the Cardinals or the Rams going against the Buccaneers. So, scenario for both. If Cardinals go versus Bucks, I think... Oh man, it's just so hard right. not to say that the Bucks are going to win. Right, it is. But if I want to give what I th- what I want to happen is I want the Cardinals to win this game, and then I want them to beat the Bucks. Okay, I, I want can, I can see it happen. I want the Cardinals to go to the Super Bowl. I don't know why. Right. Like they're I, I'm not a fan of them, but I just want them to go. I should be like Bengals Cardinals Super Bowl. That would be so ugly. Like would, just the, the colors. TV, the presentation yeah. would be Ew. disgusting. <laughs> <laughs> Anyway, <laughs> I think I'm going to go with um, the Rams winning tonight. 
Okay. I think I'm going to go with the I want the Cardinals to win. Mm. I really do. But uh, defensively, they started falling apart at the wrong time. Mm. And their offense is hit or miss. So, uh, to me, it feels like the Rams are the more complete team on offense. Like, they're starting to fire on cylinders now that all the contracts have settled. Mm-hmm. And the defense is, is doing what all-star defenses need to do. So yeah. I think the Rams are going to unfortunately take the Cardinals out tonight. And then I I want to see the Rams beat the Buccaneers. Yeah. I, I think everyone just wants to see Brady lose. Though. Everybody wants to see Brady lose because they hope that he's going to retire after this yeah. season. And, and he's we a lose big cry and yeah. Brady in the same season. <sighs> that's a change in the guard, my friend. That's a true change in oh, the guard. Oh, dude. That, and that makes me feel so old. <gasps> like, dude. Bitch. That's what I'm saying. Like, man. Like, Tommy Maddox was the starter for when I started liking the Steelers, dude. God. And it's been Ben ever since. Yeah. 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 I remember when I started watching football, the Buccaneers had an orange and Oh, my weird God. The Oilers peach, existed? Peach-looking fucking pirate on their helmet. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the Houston Oilers, Panthers, and Jaguars weren't even teams yet. <sighs> there was the Central, AFC Central division. Mm-hmm. Sheesh. Anyway, so regardless, he wants the Cardinals to win tonight and then the Cardinals to beat the Buccaneers and to go into the next round. I want the Cardinals to win. I think the Rams are going to win, and then if the Rams do win, I want them to beat the Buccaneers as well. And it'd be cool to see Matt Stafford finally get like a a playoff win. Right. That'd be nice. And if he went to the Super Bowl, I wouldn't be mad because he does deserve a ring. My man has literally had two of the best wide receivers in like the, the most recent classes. And got him to like over what is it, five thousand catching yards or some mm-hmm. shit. Like, dude. Huh? Well, some extreme ass number. I don't know if it's five K, but something. It's a lot. Yeah. Okay. This is gonna be a hard one. Bills versus Chiefs. Oh man. See, on the AFC side, I want the Bills to go to the Super Bowl. Yeah, so I'm gonna say Bills. I'm I wanna say Bills too. Cause I want the Bills to beat the Chiefs. Yeah. I think the Bills are coming into their own big time. Mm. A team that was put together a few years ago is starting to really <laughs> gel now, and they're still young. <laughs> and it's a good thing that around this time that Brady went to the Buccaneers because right. they don't have to fight them for the title for the fucking right. AFC East. So I I really want That's what they are, the right? Bills. The East? I, I believe so. Yeah. They're north? East? I don't know. Anyway, I want the Bills to go. Yeah. I do. I I I would like to see a Bills Rams or Super Bills Bowl, Cardinals. I wouldn't or mind Bills that. Cardinals. No. I don't want to see Bengals. I don't like the Bengals. Fuck no. I and don't. It's AFC North. No. Right never. Now, I know you don't. Want never. Either, but I I just I even though I know what Ben Roethlisberger has done off the field. Yeah. There was a lot of shit that the Bengals did regarding like teammates and like, family members of yeah. Roethlisberger, and they took it too far. Yeah. Like, the actual organization took that shit yeah. way too far. Yeah. And that's, like, no. the moment that I was like, no. no. I, I don't – that was when, what, Dalton was still playing for him? Yeah. Yeah, I, I was like, no, nah, I can't. I There's only a couple teams that I really hate, mm. and Bengals are one of them mm. because of their bullshit that they did. Mm. If anybody deserved it, it was Roethlisberger, not mm. his family, yeah. not teammates, yeah, yeah. not anybody else. Yeah. Like, when you're creating fucking – 
billboards mm-hmm. talking about it. Like, bro, calm down. Yeah, yeah. Like, okay, enough. Yeah, we, we get it. Yeah, keep, <laughs> keep it in football, please. Thanks. Right, exactly. Don't, don't fuck with other people outside of football. It's not right. It's stupid. Anyway, now that I'm done rambling about the Bengals, <laughs> um, yeah. So now, now we feel confident. Yeah. yeah. In this round, Besides. we're gonna not be here for the divisional round, but we will be for the championships. For the championships, oh. we'll be able to predict. Yeah, that'd be good. Yeah. I mean, we may pop in to just do a quick divisional. I was gonna um, say we can always just ask the team their picks. If they even give a shit about. Rebecca and yeah, Josh. Or... I, don't, I don't think anybody else watches football. Well, never mind then. We'll just go fuck ourselves. Right. We'll go Because Corey is like, oh, yeah, I like them all. Oh, yes. Their colors are fantastic. And Brand's like, Eagles. And she's like, I don't give a fuck. They're not in, in anything anymore. Don't. They didn't win the Super Bowl again. again so they didn't win the Super Bowl again. So another, another 50 years. Right. Leave me alone. So, yeah. Yeah. All right, man. Yep. Good one. Good episode, <laughs> I guess. Uh, horrifying episode. Great episode. Um, yep. I hope the next one isn't like this. <laughs> <laughs> oh, by the way, yeah, I don't tell Josh what we're doing until the day of. Yeah. <laughs> then I just get to be sad. <laughs> I should probably tell you earlier what we're going to do. <laughs> yeah, probably. Because that, that was like dropping a bomb on me. I'm going to kiss it. All right, everybody. Um... <laughs> You know what you are. <laughs> All the peeps. Guys, gals, non-binary pals, spooky cuties, hair-raising homies, and freaks and geeks. I added freaks and geeks on today. Yeah. 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 All right, so you want to say bye to everybody? Bye, everybody.